good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. And we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're right, Dega. And this portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Hey, what a coincidence. We just saw Dr. Stately today, Haley, and what a great event they had over at the Native American Community Clinic. I always uh, get a little mixed up there, but the Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis here in the Twin Cities. There were hundreds and hundreds of people there, food trucks, Dr. Stately, uh, in the community, gift bags, uh, just a great anniversary uh, anniversary uh, party, right, Haley? Yeah, that was their 20 years, right? Their 20-year yep. anniversary. Yeah, it was awesome. They, they were doing um, shuttling people for a free lung screening tests, which I thought was super awesome. Yeah. Um, very important to get that done. So that was right. awesome. Wow, 20 years ago, Wendy, I was 20 years old when they started the clinic. Yeah, right, you wish. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, we have, uh, 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 Nan- uh, we have State Senator Mary Kunish on today, mm-hmm. along with Wendy, but we also great- get a great update from our own Lieutenant Governor here of the great state of Minnesota. So why don't we take a quick listen to an uh, update from uh, Peggy-, Peggy Flanagan. Thank you. Anin, this is Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, and I'm joining Native Roots Radio with an update from the Walls Flanagan administration. We are very close to the last day of the legislative session, which means lots of bills are being voted on, passed, and heading to the governor's desk to be signed into law. Next time I check in, I'll be able to talk about all of the good things that got done this legislative session. But legislators have been hard at work to get the many important budgets and bills across the finish line already. That includes a $1 billion, that's billion with a B, housing omnibus bill, the largest single investment in housing in state history. Not all Minnesotans have the same options when it comes to housing, and this bill is one big step towards filling in those gaps. We can provide additional affordable housing options and make home ownership achievable for more Minnesotans. This bill will help construct new housing with a focus on units in greater Minnesota, reducing home ownership disparities, and expanding access to rental assistance. We know that housing security is the foundation of educational and professional growth, health, safety, and allowing kids and families to thrive in our state, and I will look forward to seeing the impact this legislation will have on Minnesota. The governor also signed a comprehensive veterans and military affairs bill that will move the state closer to its goal of becoming the fourth state in the nation to end veteran homelessness, expand service bonuses for veterans and fund veterans' homes, and invest in the readiness of the Minnesota National Guard. There's no question that Minnesotans remain united in their support for those who've raised their hand to serve for our warriors, and I'm proud of the leaders at the Capitol for coming together in tangible support of our active service members and our veterans. We are delivering real meaningful support to protect the health and safety of our soldiers and ensure that our veterans have a safe and stable place to call home. A strong democracy is one where everyone has the opportunity to make their voice heard and voice count. That's why the governor signed a law protecting the freedom to vote and increasing voting accessibility. I'm proud to be breaking down barriers to voting and campaign transparency with this bill. Our democratic process should be welcoming and accessible for everybody. And I look forward to seeing even more Minnesotans at the ballot box this year. We also were joined by legislators and friends and family of Prince at Paisley Park. The governor and I were proud to celebrate the designation of Trunk Highway 5 as the Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway in honor of our Minnesota icon. Prince means a lot to Minnesota, and he means a lot to me. 
His music is what I put on when I'm cleaning the house or having a bad day or a really good day. It's music for every type of day. And it's so fitting to honor his legacy in this one small way. I hope that when people drive down Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway, they feel inspired to put on Controversy or the song of your choice and just listen. And finally, in more fun news, I was excited to be in Mankato last weekend for the Governor's Fishing Opener. Even though uh, we had some rain and thunderstorms and I didn't catch a fish this time, I know, it's always a joy to spend time um, in one of the most beautiful lakes in Minnesota and to really promote the best of who we are in our state. I'll be back soon to discuss the end of the legislative session with all of our Native Roots Radio listeners. Um, It's going to be some good stuff. But until then, chimiguetch, Pina Gigi, and back to you. Wow, that was awesome. I'll accept the fishing part, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's from me, right? Yeah. Yeah, but well, she had a lot of good points. Uh, housing and af- having affordable housing is so important and that people have different options, right? It's yeah. really important. And, uh, and rental assistance. People need help with their rental assistance as well. So Exactly. I it, Yeah, I think a billion dollars is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And get it out to those groups that... Uh, our boots on the ground. Exactly. And finally, some more support for our veterans, ones who have uh, served our country. So really important for that. Exactly. I feel like freedom, put, freedom to vote. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, things are going and well. Prince Highway. Yeah. Love it. That is cool. Uh, it, we're just so blessed to have an update from the gov- uh, Lieutenant Governor in the mm-hmm. Governor's office too. And there's a, uh, uh, Ho-Chunk's having an open house on Thursday at the Native American Church in Minneapolis, and uh, the Lieutenant Governor will be there, and I think State Senator Mary Kunish will be there, along mm-hmm. with uh, uh, people tabling uh, and handing out things like we saw today. And yeah, that's at the... Um uh, that's on March... Uh, I'm sorry, I keep thinking it's March. It's May 25th. The day after... The day after Robert's birthday, so May twenty fifth, and it's at the um, All Nations All Nations Indian Church, and it's on fifteen fifteen twenty third twenty third Street in Minneapolis, yeah. uh, from eleven to two two yeah. We filled out the paperwork <laughs> yeah. so today, so I'm just a couple <laughs> times remembering. Um, Oh, what we had to fill in, right? Yeah, exactly. Because we, uh, it's a long story, but we had to re request uh, the lieutenant governor to come, and it was, uh, it was interesting. I tried to do it (laughs) as the car's moving, (laughs) the paperwork was a little bit daunting. Well, we did it online, but you know, and then at the end, it'll ask you if you're a robot. So it asks you, Are you a robot? And of course, you know, you check, No, I'm not a robot, but then it has you pick the squares like Um, that have crosswalks. Buses, streetlights, and you know these these pictures are like so small. It's like, is there a picture of a stoplight in there? I don't know. Well, and it's like, I was well, whining. you lose. Try again. I was whining. I can't <laughs> tell you this. It's like, give me your phone. Wendy said, give me your phone. And it's like, okay, I can't see what this is on my, my phone. My thumbs are smaller than yours. Sometimes yeah. you uh, crosswalk, but this truck's partially on a crosswalk. What's going on? <laughs> I hate those things, really. I know. And then it's like, okay, now check it again. Do yeah. it again. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. They just wanted to make sure we weren't uh, a robot. And, mm-hmm. and, well, I appreciate you filling that out for me. And, uh, you know, we got we got a minute left here, and we just are really happy. And we'll have Lieutenant uh, – we had Lieutenant Governor on, and now we're going to have State Senator Mary Kunish, who's – Still busy here in the final hours of legislature. And yeah. Wow, what a yep. what a season it's been. Exactly. And I'll have some fun facts lined up for Fun Fact Friday. Right on. Later on in the show, so well, stay with us. And we know we, we are editing the fun facts now because we were talking about this, Wendy, that yeah. you had scary fun facts on one time and I still can't get over it. Well, they were kind of really <laughs> d- yeah. downer fun they weren't, facts. They, they weren't were, fun, fun facts. Right. They were fun facts for some, but not for us. Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake and up next, State Senator Mary Kunish. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Oh, 
When we heal from our traumas. When we face our fears. Let go of our addictions. When we relearn our values. When we live our teachings. Respecting our elders. Cherishing and honoring our children. When we honor and take care of our spirit. There will be no room left for sexual violence. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. When it comes to mental health, making connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Connections can bring comfort, hope, and joy. Find ways that work for yourself and others like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, creating space to listen. Visit cmentalhealth.org. That's cmentalhealth.org. cmentalhealth.org. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Students at participating Twin Cities high schools can get a summer's worth of rides on buses and light rail for just $30 with a summer student pass. From June 1st through September 5th, students can get unlimited rides on buses and trains up to a $3.25 fare. For a list of participating schools and to purchase a pass, visit metrotransit.org slash summer dash student dash pass. Again, that's metrotransit.org slash summer dash student dash pass. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Minnesota 350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Yes, they are. And here we are. We have State Senator Mary Kunish. I got to get the applause button on here. Right on. Uh, you've been working so hard along with your colleagues. And, you know, we just had an update from the lieutenant governor, but I think yours is going to be a little more juicier than uh, the lieutenant governor's. She was talking about fishing and fun things like that. And we know your boots on the ground and uh, grinding away on laws and things like that. And uh, the north wind from the Republicans and it's just uh, a daunting. And we just uh, love having you on. And really appreciate all the work you do for our communities and our state. Well, we'll be love for that. Yeah, um, Peggy gets to do all the fun stuff, and we do all the, <laughs> like you said, boots on the ground, the hard stuff. It's, it's. Uh, we're coming into the final stretch of the session. With uh, we're done on Monday midnight. And um, then anything that's left is, is left. But we'll be working through the weekend. We had a couple of really long days. Um, I am the chair of the um, Education Finance Committee and the Early Childhood in the, in the Senate. And I think it was Wednesday night we heard those two bills. But the Republicans kept us here all through the night. I mean, we, we started at 10 o'clock in the morning. I think there were four bills up that day on the floor. And um, they kept us, they kept us at, on the floor until 6 o'clock the next morning. What? Oh, I can tell you. Yeah, it was something. Uh, I haven't done an overnighter like that or an all-nighter like that since I don't even remember. But I got my uh, education bill passed. That's... Like that's like a $5.2 billion investment in education. And then the early childhood part of it was another $300 million. So we are funding early childhood like we've never done before and um, putting dollars into the, into the classrooms, into the, you know, directly to address issues with the students. And, um, one, there were a couple things in there. Well, we're really robustly putting dollars towards Indian education for all and um, uh, native languages 
and not just for native folks, but uh, <clears throat> excuse me, world languages. But we also have in there uh, a mascot prohibition, so schools can't, you know, continue to take the images or the names or affiliation with tribes unless they have permission from the tribes. Mm. Um, we passed that uh, students are allowed to wear sacred tobacco bags around their neck. Mm-hmm. Um, schools should find a place for students to smudge. And I know St. Paul is one of the leaders in that. Mm-hmm. And um, then, you know, there's there's this issue around allowing Native kids to put an eagle feather, wear an eagle feather, or beaded um, graduation cap. cap. Mm-hmm. And so those are all things that we're, we are going to change in our school system. It's interesting because... Um, the Minnesota School Board Association gave us this long list of all these unfunded mandates that we're doing, and um, the eagle in the in the graduation cap was on that list, which I find to be quite ridiculous. But nonetheless, we persevered and we got that done, and we will. We are on the start of of funding our educational system here in Minnesota like it's never been funded before. So I'm really excited to be in this place and time to to be able to do that. That's unbelievable. Good for you, Mary. And pulling pulling an all-nighter is just unbelievable. Probably when you were in college, right, and studying, that's (laughs) probably the last time. I know that's the last time I pulled an all-nighter. Hey, what uh, there's two questions or there's a statement I have. One is like Minnesota is going to be the place to live again because the Democrats are doing a good thing for all the communities. Education is number one when people look into that. Oh, I just have a quick question: How is it a filibuster or is it just uh, questions or how do they make that meeting go so long? Both of those things. They will ask question after question, um, and then there's a few of them that will go on these long, you know, two or three hour tirades about really nothing, filibustering, and um, ask these convoluted questions that, you know, at three o'clock in the morning, I don't even understand what the heck you're saying to me. Um, But, you know, that's 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 kind of what the minority does. They push back and they make everybody's life miserable. I'm not going to, you know, like when we were, the Dems were the minority, we pushed back, but we didn't, um, we didn't hold things up like, like these guys are doing. There are a couple of um, guys that came over from the Minnesota house. And I think the house was happy to have them leave because this is their MO and mm. this is new to a lot of uh, senators, but I served with those guys for four years in the House, so I knew exactly what to expect, and they haven't changed at all. Is there a way that you can get up and go get a glass of water and come back an hour later, or are you afraid that the vote will come about because you're not there? Uh, how does that work? Well, we have, there's what we call the retiring room in the back of the um, the floor of the session. And there's coffee and water there. But also the, like the president's office is along one of the corridors. And since he's up on the podium the whole time, he lets us go in there. It's sort of a suite of offices. So we often will bring food and, and mm-hmm. um, snacks in there. And right now I'm sitting in the chief uh chief of staff's office right off of the floor. And um, there's a bell that goes off that to let us know that we have to vote so that, and it's all, you can hear it all over the Capitol. So if we step outside of the Senate to talk to somebody or we take a quick walk around, um, we can hear that bell and that's the the call to come back and, and, and vote. So, and I also have the, floor session on a little TV over here uh, so I can watch and see what's going on. Wow, we got the inside scoop from what's happening at the Capitol. Yeah, I think people are interested. I know I am. And knowing how all the little ins and outs work. So thanks for letting us know, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. We just passed the Health and Human Service Bill today. Um, Right now, the state government, your state senator, Aaron Murphy, 
is yeah. running the show, is doing that work. Um, and then we have, get ready for this, uh, legalizing adult use cannabis. That's mm-hmm. going to happen tonight in the Minnesota Senate. If not tonight, tomorrow morning. It's already passed in the House, so it's on its right. way. Minnesota's going to join that handful of states that's going to legalize cannabis. Well, it's been a windfall for many, many states uh, tax-wise. And uh, and I'm sure there's people working in the background, too, to help the BIPOC become uh, you know, salespeople and business owners um, because... You know, we have all these people in prison that have uh, sold this and uh, illegally, and now it's a it's legal. So let's let's get the BIPOC selling it too. Well, this bill was very intentional to address those communities and give them opportunities to um, to become those business owners, but also to be the producers of legal cannabis. Um, White Earth up up north is all ready to go. They've got a um, um, a growing warehouse already, and um, they've had a problem with the fact that they might have cannabis that's ready for medicinal use, but because it's illegal in Minnesota, they haven't been able to transport it. So oh. we had to look at transportation. We had to look at taxation. Um, you know, who's going to be growing it, how we're going to monitor it, education, you know, just like with cigarettes and alcohol and opioids, education around, um, you know, addiction. A lot of people are very concerned around about that. Um, mm. I know that our uh, public safety folks are really concerned about, like, well, how do we deal with this? You can't take a breathalyzer. There's not a blood test you can take that's going to tell you right there what's happening. So there'll be a lot of work uh, that goes into place before, you know, that really becomes um, uh, fully expanded in Minnesota. But I know there are a lot of people. And, you know, a big part of it was around um, recidivism and um, uh you know, for not the word I want to say, forgiving the uh, the 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 records from um, those that had really petty small fines or are incarcerated mm-hmm. for whatever. So all of those things went into this, and it's not like we just did it this year. No. Minnesota um, has been the Democrats, the DFL has been working on this. Well, you know, when I was in the House, so at least for four years. And right. so uh, we looked at the other states. We looked at what was working, what wasn't. And I think we put together a really good bill. Well, just to amplify that, I, and I could be wrong. You can help me with this. But I was talking to one of the representatives uh, earlier this year who's been a, a she's been a, a big uh, supporter of this for many years. And there was like uh, 200 pages in this bill that are more yeah. than that. that or more. Every- yeah, yeah. And so, we heard I mean, it in about 10 of the committees, like every committee heard it. And so it's it's been well, due diligence. well vetted. Yep. Yeah, well vetted due diligence. Yeah, excellent. Hey, I know you're busy. Do you have time for another quick segment? It looks like we're good to go for a bit. Well, Wendy's, Wendy's ready if you have to leave with a sacred animal uh, trivia uh, uh, news. So... <laughs> You let you let All us right. know, and we appreciate you in this update. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Native Roots Radio. No one should have to choose between a paycheck and their health. Whether it's for a new baby, an unexpected illness, or an aging parent, Minnesotans deserve time to care for themselves and their families. That's why Minnesota Democrats are fighting for all working people to have paid family and medical leave. The time is now. Contact your legislator and tell them to pass paid family and medical leave for Minnesota. Learn more at PaidLeaveMN.org. That's PaidLeaveMN.org. Paid for by the Minnesota AFL-CIO. Students at participating Twin Cities high schools can get a summer's worth of rides on buses and light rail for just $30 with a summer student pass. From June 1st through September 5th, students can get unlimited rides on buses and trains up to a $3.25 fare. 
For a list of participating schools and to purchase a pass, visit metrotransit.org summer student pass. Again, that's metrotransit.org summer student pass. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. When it comes to mental health, connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Whether you're struggling or know someone who struggles, see connections as comfort, hope, and joy. Like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, seeing your grandma. Together we can find ways to create a path forward. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Hey, it's Patrick. So much of what makes us a family takes place in our home. These walls provide an intimate space for all of the small moments that bring us together, and that bond grows stronger year after year. And like any other relationship, your home requires the same love and attention. This is why you should trust in the power of Zero Res to take care of your home. At Zero Res, we don't use harsh soaps or chemicals. See, our water is tough on stains and dirt while still safe for you and your family. So contact Zero Res today to clean your home because a clean home is a healthy home. Just check out the 15,800 raving customer reviews online with a 4.9 Google rating. Visit ZeroResMinnesota.com to get three rooms of carpet Zero Resified starting at just $129, which is a savings of $40 and take $75 off an air duct cleaning. Make sure to mention you want the AM950 special. Zero Res, backward or forward, spells the same. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067 or ArrayInsurance.com. Array Insurance, working hard for you. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lulia. Clear tonight with a low of 43, then sunny Saturday with a high of 72. Cafe Latte is unlike any restaurant you've ever experienced. Grab a tray and pick from their award-winning selections of soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. Cafe Latte, Victoria Street and Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or CafeLatte.com. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I'm in uh, Colvin, 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Great work they do, and uh, uh, my birthday is coming up here in a week, and that's what I have for my birthday uh, fundraiser is uh, Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. So if you have me as a friend on Facebook, uh, please throw in five, ten bucks. It's uh, really a worthwhile organization, and I know we do, Wendy, I do every year this, mm-hmm. and we do two to $3,000 mm-hmm. for they're a great organization, so I just want to throw throw that out there too. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish, and uh, you know she and uh, the other uh, legislators, Democratic legislators, should be wearing ca- capes because of they're doing this great work. And um, Minnesota is a great place to live again, State Senator. There we go. It's getting there. It's it's getting there. You know, I'm um, while you were we were on break. I was listening to the, what's going on on the floor, and we're having our um, uh, state government uh, omnibus bill heard, and um, it's pretty exciting because in this bill is the elimination of Christopher Columbus Day to be replaced by Indigenous Persons Day. 
And also, um, we're going to look at getting a new state flag and removing that really um, offensive uh, pictation of what the, of that's on our state seal and on our state flag. And I don't know um, uh, what you all uh, know about our, our flag, but uh, it's it's a picture of a colonizer, a settler, um, with his rifle leaned up against a stump, and he's plowing up the prairie while a native, uh, bare-breasted native guy is riding away into the sunset. And if you you know the history about it, there is a poem that actually explains... The design of the seal and it was written by mary eastman who's the wife of the soldier um, seth eastman who designed the seal and the um, poem goes like this it says give way give way young warrior thou and thy steed give way rest not though lingers on the hills the red sun's parting ray the rock bluff and prairie land the white man claims them now. The symbols of his course are here, the rifle, axe, and plow. Huh. And so while there will be people that say, oh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, the poem actually says, yes, you know, get, you know, be on your way, natives, because the white men are here and uh, we will use our axe, our plow, and our rifle to ensure that we are. So... Um, we'll be probably getting a new flag in the next year or so. That's awesome. Yeah, I I always uh, see that native in the background, and I always think of the settler with the gun leaning against the the stump, ready to pick him off. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that's what it looks like. Yeah, it really reminds me of you know the Minnesota Dakota wars that we had um, right. back in the day and. I can tell you last night we heard a bill that um, had the legislation in it um, to return the Upper Sioux State Park to the Upper Sioux community. And that state park are the lands where there were ferocious uh, uh, fights and skirmishes when um, the the state government, the government people wouldn't give the the tribal people their... Uh, supplies that were mm-hmm. in agreement to the treaty. And what happened is that we know there was, you know, basically a war that went on. And at the end of the day, not only were there plenty of natives killed and some of the white people were killed, but um, 38 plus hung in Mankato. And mm-hmm. this was a recreation center where people could come and, you know, put up their tent and, you know, recreate right on the river lands that were that were supposed to be uh, the upper Sioux by treaty. Mm-hmm. And um, there were plenty of people that pushed back on that saying, oh, where will we go? We won't have any recreations places. And I'm like, there are graves. There are mounds in this right. park. Is that really where you want to be doing this? So mm-hmm. I'm real excited about those were all my bills. And I just it's just been so exciting the work that we're doing here. So do we have the license plate bill now? That that's a for sure thing. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, Minnesota has the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Relatives Office. It's a permanent office in our state government, and um, I had the inspiration to create a specialty license plate that's MMIR, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Relatives. And then um, our um, public safety, uh, the public safety or judiciary who had the jurisdiction over that, uh, mm-hmm. he threw in, um, I think it's $250,000 to start out a reward fund for wow. uh, that office to use so that, uh, you know, you can tease out some facts and information on cold cases, but also to help support that office and then those dollars from that specialty license plate will go into that reward fund as well well i know i'm going to get one uh, and i think uh, I am. 
Wendy, maybe you can get zero zero one, right? To get the first one. I should. I really should. Um, I mean, everybody I tell this to, they're like, I want one. So I yeah. think, you know, we have a couple of our tribes that already have their own um, tribal MMIR uh, um, license mm. plate. But um, I think that, you know, we will see plenty of them around Minnesota. So is it safe to say that next week when you're on, you will be uh, through because of all the bills, there's no... There's no extended session. Things got done. They don't have to work about anything else. So you'll be off, uh, uh, hopefully resting next uh, Friday. Well, I hope so. I have um, I have already some post legislative uh, things that I'm going to be doing, but uh, I'll also have my little sweetie Reedy and my little Sylvia um, back to uh, to watch. So I get. <laughs> I'm going to get them on Fridays. You might see a bit of them in the next uh, few months. But, uh, yeah, I hope to get back to normal. My house is just so neglected. Um, there's just so much I need to catch up on. I don't even think I've paid my taxes yet. Uh, so That's, a, that's yeah. okay. Uh, we have a story about that too, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, oh, just a second. We're, yeah, we won't share that on the air. But yes, you could get an extension for right. a small amount of money. Right, exactly. <laughs> Take it for a month. Yeah, definitely. Just a small fee. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, you know, and it's exciting. And I don't know, we're, we're live on the radio here. And uh, I've been kind of talking about this a little bit but we're uh, going to be changing our time we're not going to officially say it but uh, i hope it works for better for you uh, a little earlier in the day for uh, native roots radio and if not we'd love to get uh, special reports from you like we did in the old days because we uh, often joke about that that you were you never missed a show for years you were in the bahamas sending us uh, pieces <laughs> and and uh, we really appreciate you on and, the road uh, right yeah. right the, your updates and, and just what's going on in, on Turtle Island and specifically Minnesota and your district. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's always fun to, to join you guys. And, and, you know, for me, it's a really good way to end my week because I can kind of recap everything and, uh, you know, think back and reflect on what, what happened, what didn't happen. And um, yeah, it's a good way to end the week. Well, and I know people always, uh, when we're out and about Wendy, you know, they talk about, of course, us and Wendy's animal section, but they always talk about State Senator Mary Kunish being on and uh, the great reports that she brings up. So, yeah, we, we really appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, happy to be here, that's for sure. Well, and I, I hope people, uh, you when you're out and about, hear us too and hear you on the radio. I know you've reported over the years that people come up and go, hey, I heard you on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> that happens more often than not. It's it's kind of interesting. Or somebody will talk to, tell one of my siblings or somebody I know, hey, your sister, your mom was <laughs> on the radio. And uh, that's kind of, that's good that people are listening and learning. Yeah, definitely. And that's uh, the whole thing for us here on Native Ritz Radio is that, you know, we're bringing it to our allies out there, you know, and, I, you know, we talk about this, I think 10% of our audience is Native and the other 90 is our, our, uh, our white allies that we're educating and, and, um, and they're really enjoying it, you know, and, uh, and what we're doing. So, again, big kudos uh, for you. Any, any last... Uh, our cat's going crazy here. Any last? Uh, I hear that. Uh, <laughs> everybody hears. Uh, any last uh, little statement here before we let you go? No, just that. Uh, keep an eye out for the reports. Read the newspaper about all the good things that we're doing. Uh, we've got Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to finish up, and we'll finish up strong. Uh, I think we'll be leading this the nation in some of the things that we did i know on your last uh on uh, during our break and you were doing your the real the recorded real and you were talking about paid family leave we passed that this month this week 
So that was another thing we can tick off our, it's like, what are we going to do next year? We got everything done this year. So let us know what else you think we need to do because we'll put it on the list. Exactly. And you know, I, I, I will, uh, be reaching out because I just took a couple steps back to talk to the tribes and talk to the other legislators, but next year you'll be helping Ho-Chunk and, uh, It'll be a great day here for the, our nation in the state of Minnesota. State Senator Mary Kunish, Pinigigi, thank you so much for coming on. We'll be live, everybody. Take care. Wow, what great work and uh, what a what a great thing to have State Senator Mary Kunish on. I Monday. hope she's not there overnight tonight. So I hope you get home at a decent hour, Mary. Exactly. Hey, we'll be right back. Uh, we got a surprise guest on here. I'm about to send her the link. Stay with us. Native Roots Radio. Hey, Ogama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Life is a journey, and the Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas will help you get where you want to go. Located in downtown Minneapolis, this affordable two-year college provides free textbooks, a laptop, meals, career coaches, and a metro transit pass, making DFC the perfect pathway to a bachelor's degree. Turn your dreams into reality at Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. Apply today at dfc.stthomas.edu. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. No one should have to choose between a paycheck and their health. Whether it's for a new baby, an unexpected illness, or an aging parent, Minnesotans deserve time to care for themselves and their families. That's why Minnesota Democrats are fighting for all working people to have paid family and medical leave. The time is now. Contact your legislator and tell them to pass paid family and medical leave for Minnesota. Learn more at PaidLeaveMN.org. That's PaidLeaveMN.org. Paid for by the Minnesota AFL-CIO. Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! Hey, 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 Wendy, why don't you, this is Wendy's segment, why don't you take over, Wen? Yeah, sure. Hey, everybody, I have a special guest tonight, uh, Dr. Maureen Hackett from Howling for Wolves. As everyone knows out there, Howling, Howling for Wolves has been oh. a great supporter oh. of uh, Native Roots Radio, and we often give updates about our wolf here in Minnesota. And last week, I read an email uh, about Minnesota legislators that turned its back on wolves. Uh, and I have uh, Maureen Hackett here, Dr. Maureen Hackett, uh, from Howling for Wolves to uh, maybe set our minds at ease and give us some good news. So here is Dr. Maureen Hackett. Well, the good news is there is not a wolf hunt proposal right now. Yes. Right. And so by showing up at the Capitol as strongly as we did with the help of Senator Kunish, who was mm -hmm. just on, um, and many Democrats with an overwhelming vote in the House to mm -hmm. prohibit wolf hunting, we pretty much put the wolf back at the Capitol saying, look, people want to stop this. If it, and so don't even think about proposing it to the DNR. 
So um, while we were disappointed, um, we had to we had to kind of like pick a fight before there was a fight. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a technique. You know, you make a battle so that they know, hey, you know, don't come near us because we're going to we're going to come back at you. So um, what happened was in the conference committee, we were informed that in this in the conference committee, because the Senate is so close, it's a one seat majority Democrat. And as the, as the legislative session went on, it looked like um, the polarity in the parties was really, really entrenched. So they needed every Democratic vote. And that's kind of what happened. That's why we didn't get a vote on the Senate floor. Initially, we were going to try to get a vote on the Senate floor, but the Republicans told us we're not voting with you. And we're, we're not going to vote to prohibit wolf hunting when initially they did. And I think that was in part because they wanted to make certain Northern Democrats take a vote and maybe um, make them uncomfortable, which, of course, you we all know there's no reason to feel uncomfortable about not having a wolf hunt. It's terrible for wolves. It's not good for livestock producers. And it's really bad for our uh, ecology. I mean, we need wolves to keep our wild places wild and to keep our plants growing and to keep our waterways good. But anyway, so... Um, so they, they told us, look, we we took it out in conference committee that they took out the prohibition of wolf hunting, which was highly disappointing. Um, so I would say to Senator Kunish next year, yes, uh, we want you to uh, prohibit, get a get the wolf hunt out of law, because right now it's a permissive law. The DNR can have it. And the DNR wolf plan was has a has a wolf hunt in it. And we're concerned because they talk about this maintaining a stable population of wolves right. when we are the epicenter of wolf recovery our wolves should thrive they should be expanding dispersing and moving to where they can live without too much trouble right so, so. maureen just help me understand uh, the wolves right now are on the endangered species list but if they Better. if they uh, become off this endangered species list, then there may be a wolf hunt. Is that is that how it goes? Well, what can happen is the Department of Natural Resources can propose a wolf hunt. Yes, I see. And okay, yeah. all right. But for now, yeah. but for now, they're okay. For now, they're okay. But one of the problems is that, and this is this is um, this is sort of the next big news that should probably come out in the next couple of weeks officially. But like I testified in the Senate hearing there was the wolf hunts of 12 13 and 14 24 you know 2012 through 2014 seemed to unleash this illegal wolf killing and and that's a problem because it continued long after the wolf hunt stopped up to, there was a study of collared wolves and up through 2019 the hunt stopped in 2014 the mortality rates of for wolves natural and human caused went up massively and stayed up and when I say massively, I mean like from like 20 something percent to 44 percent. Mm. So um, I'm hoping to be able to announce the study being published in Nature in the next couple of weeks. So mm. we'll see. We know that the author has been um, in re been reviewed. It's into the editor's hands and it seems like um, it's going to happen. But that you've heard it here first. Yeah, wow. that will really help the fight. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Everywhere, mm -hmm. Everywhere yeah. you know. Well, we have to just say, Maureen, uh, we really, really, you know, a heartfelt thank you for all your work and your, you know, your dedication to this cause. And we really care about Minnesota wolves. And I think that so many people have been, um, have become aware of the problem and the problems that the Minnesota wolves face now because of, of your advocacy. And your help too. And, you know, going forward, I think there are a lot of advocates. And let me, let me give you an example. Back in 2019, when the House voted by one vote to prohibit wolf hunting, there were two, two Democratic representatives, one that voted no, and one that took a walk. And both of them changed their minds. Both of them voted to prohibit wolf hunting. And I spoke to both of them and they said, we've completely changed. Both of them said, I've, come, I've changed. I, I don't see any needs, need for a wolf hunt. I, and I feel very comfortable with it. So they're both 
very much on the side of the wolf now. So mm -hmm. it, it, we've converted, and those, both of those guys lost their seats after 2019 and then gained them back this right. last legislative session. So they found out, hey, voting against prohibition didn't help them keep their seats. Right. And taking a walk during the vote didn't help keep the seats. So they could teach the senator something. Yeah, that is. And it's so um, great that you're explaining that to our audience, that it's really, it's just such a political thing. You know, it's a political thing and it's really comes down to, it's honestly really not about the wolf. It's about politics. It is. And I think exactly that I see Nina Renshaw Powers is putting a message on Facebook that, you know, it's the it's the culture of the North American model of wildlife. Uh, what do you call it? Wildlife management. You know, this idea and it kept coming up in in the um, people who were against our bill that we need to manage wolves. There must be management. So they view hunting as management. Right. And well, there couldn't be anything further from the truth for wolves. You need to leave them alone as much as possible. And the idea that I think politically, these these politicians feel like they can't vote against a hunt for anything. Right. Because, right. You know, it's part of this weird culture that, mm -hmm. you know, people assume is popular and it's not. Exactly. No. Yeah. It's really something. It really is. So, I, okay. I feel better now that you came on and explained all that. Yeah. I was really feeling a little bit doom and gloom because it wasn't put in the omnibus bill and it wasn't, you know, voted on. So I feel better now. Thank you, Maureen. <laughs> Just keep it up next year and keep on Senator Kunish. You know, I, I think yes. if things aren't as politically charged and if a lot of senators aren't up for reelection in 2024, we might have a chance, you know, the governor's not up either. So right. that might be a really good opportunity. I don't know if you guys saw the Deer Hunting Association actually came out with this statement. The deer hunters came out with a statement that they're boycotting the governor's deer hunt yep. because too pro-wolf. Well, they came out with that when we already knew that our, our portion of the bill was pulled from the omnibus bill. Mm -hmm. exactly. so they kind of pulled the trigger a little early. And they kind of made their, basically, they want to kill wolves. Yep. You know. Exactly. 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 Well, we uh, support you and come down to the Capitol anytime when you want to rustle us up. And uh, it was funny, too, the deer hunters were uh, uh, down on walls because he's uh, supposedly anti-hunting or anti-gun. So that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gun control. So. It, they're going to take their toys and, and go home. So, Maureen, thanks for stopping in last minute. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. I'd like to see you at the open house. So I'm going to text you and find out exactly when it is uh, on Thursday. Right on. All right. Awesome. Hey, thanks a lot. Hey, if you're listening to the show, I want to thank Lieutenant Governor coming on, State Senator Mary Kunish, Maureen Hackett of Hauling for Wolves, Wendy, Haley. Everyone have a great weekend. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. <laughs>